The challenge is real, eh? Trying to find exercises that you can ride with your horse in the arena that are just going to move the two of you forward, but also, well, keep it on track for what you actually want. Well, today I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you one layout and a whole host of different ways that you can ride it. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And I think that all in all, it all comes down to you knowing and having an intention for each interaction you have with your horse. I've been preaching this since 2013. I think it is, it's the missing element for so many riders. They just get on the horse and it's the same 30 minutes, day in and day out, no real intention. And if there is an intention, and if they do choose an exercise, and maybe you're guilty of this, the exercise is maybe a little complicated, and that's why I'm all about simple. So I want you to pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash 1180. And I have a free download there for you that actually, first of all, gives you this exercise that you can see it, okay? So you can print it off and you have the exercise because we're gonna be talking about the exercise today. But also there's a couple of other ways that you can use the same exercise. I'm gonna talk about a couple of ways today, but there's actually more ways that you can use it. So as this one exercise, potentially you could get a whole month or more of riding out of, okay? So you can get that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash 1180, okay? So what do you need for the exercise? Well, the first thing is you need three or five poles. Now, I'm saying poles here because I think sometimes we can get all caught up that they have to be fancy dancy poles. No, no, any sort of poles will do, okay? So three to five poles and a fairly flat piece of land, okay, to ride in. So if you have an arena, wonderful, you're gonna use your arena. If you don't have an arena, that's also okay. You could use a flat piece of land, field, or for this particular exercise, you could even use a driveway, now, if you're thinking, what? Yep, you could, okay? Now, obviously, I the onus is on you. I am, I am holding you entirely responsible to be responsible, okay? Don't do anything dangerous. But you could use a driveway, because I know that for many people in many parts of the world right now, well, the weather is an issue, and <laughs> often there's there, there's a bit of water logging going on, okay? But um, if, you, if you have a, a fairly reasonably flat driveway you could use this exercise you could put this exercise build it there as well okay now I'm just going to talk about walking today with the exercise which is also why the driveway would work in this particular um kind of situation so I think what's important is that you realize that it is more important that the exercise is long so you need long but not so wide does that make sense so like a driveway driveway is good once you can move either side a couple of meters either way either side kind of around the pole around each pole you're golden with this one okay now what I'm going to suggest you do then is just lay the poles out so if you want uh, in a line and um, with a gap in between how big the gap in between entirely up to yourself and again I talk about all of this inside of the free download for you it's a free pdf and um, so you can print it off but um whatever suits yourself and your horse I would suggest maybe about four meters between kind of the 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 end of one pole and the start of the next pole but what is important is that the poles are laid out in, in a line almost like the broken lines on the middle of a road 
You know, that's sort of a line. Okay, so if you kind of get that into your head, that's the way our poles are laid out here, okay? Now, again, I would suggest between three or five poles, this will kind of the length will depend on your arena. If you have a longer arena, you can obviously use five. If you have a shorter arena, three will do. But I do think you can use either or and get the same amount um, of goodness out of this actual um, exercise. So what I want you to do now is we are going to use one exercise okay so I want to talk today about one simple exercise that we can ride with this pole but I'm going to put four different filters on it okay so that means that this one exercise you can ride it's not that you ride it differently because it's one exercise you'd ride it the same way but you can use the one exercise in four different ways or to improve four different elements or aspects of your riding with your horse, okay? So it's going to be just four different filters that you can put over. And I like to use the word filters, approach is another word. It's just the way that you're seeing the exercise. It's it's what you're using to almost judge the exercise and your performance in the exercise on, okay? So I'm going to give you the one, and then, as I said, you could use the four different filters. Now, the exercise is simple enough. All it is is that you're going to walk parallel alongside the poles so in a straight line you've got your five poles there and or your three poles and you're just going to walk in a line alongside the poles okay so if the poles were maybe you could use the poles that the poles are going to be on your left hand side or on your right hand side it doesn't make any difference okay it's your line you do what you want but you are walking in a straight line and you're going to walk parallel to the poles okay so or parallel with the poles as you walk along and all I'm going to ask you to do is to halt at each pole okay so as you reach each pole you're going to halt remain stationary for maybe three to five seconds and walk on again okay pretty simple so depending on how many poles you'll have either three or five halts as you halt alongside each pole as you walk in that straight line now I know it seems really simple but the first filter I want you to think about as you would ride this exercise would be a square halt okay now I know riders and I know that the halt is something that they work on when the the mood takes them. <laughs> They're like, today I'm going to work on my halt and they go hell for leather on the halt and then <laughs> they uh, ride back to the stables and pull the horse up, drop an anchor behind them in the sand, pull the horse up and just dismount. And I'm thinking, why, why? Why would you even bother? Um, so I want you to kind of use this so as you can diligently apply it elsewhere in your riding, okay? So it's not just for the exercise. But seriously, this is going to, the pole is going to help hold you accountable. I think that's really important. In all of these exercises, the poles are what hold you accountable, okay? So you can start with the front hooves, okay? So as you ride the square halt, um, the front hooves, if you could imagine there was a straight line, drawn in the sand, line in the sand, and uh, you want your horse to halt that the tips of both his front toes, his front hooves, are going to touch that straight line, okay? So the, his two hooves are together there, they're touching the line, wonderful. And then later, you once you've got that, you then get the back hooves to, to line up as well. And if, I think an easier way to, to understand that would be if there was a rectangle drawn on the sand, that he would have a hoof in each corner of the rectangle as he stood, okay? And I think that when you begin to work on that, what happens is you get really aware of where your horse's hooves are, okay? You 
you begin to, if you want, become really clear on how you have to work at balancing your aids, and this is kind of the key to this exercise, in order to, to produce the square halt, okay? And your aids then become this kind of a way that when you kind of couple it with the combination of your horse's energy and your energy, you get the consistent square halt. And consistency is really important here. You know, anybody can halt square every now and then. And in fact, most people do. And most horses probably naturally square up if you let them. So it will happen. But what we're speaking about here is that you can do it consistently. So that's what I want you to focus on um, as you do this. Okay, the second filter is a straight halt. Now we spoke about square and often the horse will square up or the rider will ask the horse to square but then you get the owl's sideways shuffle okay and all that happens is the horse maybe falls out um, through the shoulder or through the hindquarters and instead of the horse's back being parallel to the pole remember we said we're going to we're going to ride that line where we're parallel with the poles all the way through so instead of the horse being parallel the horse is now at a slight angle to the pole okay so i want you to think about how when you're riding here and again this all comes down to you that you have this straightness before through and during and after the transition okay so you're straight before the halt you're straight as you enter the halt you're straight within the halt you're straight as you move out of the halt and that in doing so you are truly riding the parallel line you're keeping your horse and again this comes down to a lot of both your aids coupled with your horse and then from there noticing where weaknesses are and beginning to strengthen that and I do think it's really important your aids don't hold your horse in place they don't hold your horse in one spot they ask your horse to hold himself okay so just keep that in mind as well if 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 you're if you're squeezing and you're like oh hold on here no 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 no. you're doing too much it shouldn't be that difficult okay okay the third filter is an engaged halt okay now the engaged halt is where you are actively paying attention to I suppose the energy within the halt itself. So so many people, again, I'll I'll come back to this halting. They halt and it's not great, eh? It's it's really, it it wouldn't be the world's greatest halt now at all, at all. And how we would judge greatness, if you want, in the halt, it sounds very important, doesn't it? But how we judge greatness within the halt is we look at the energy that's contained in there, okay? are we consistent in the tension are we I suppose able to hold the correct amount of tension which is relaxation but are we able to hold that within the halt itself and therefore we have the energy in there already engaged so we can step out of the halt okay so so often riders get into the halt and they end up having to do a lot to actually step back out of the halt again and it's not that the riders do a lot well the riders do have to do a lot but the horse has to do a lot as well whereas if you can get to the point where as you step into that halt you are managing to maintain that energy to maintain the connection and that's really important because it is a connection it's maintaining the contact the suppleness 
the relaxation, the forwardness, the rhythm. It's maintaining it all in there, within this halt, okay? And and yet it's still a true halt, like you are stationary, it's halt. But yet all is in there, so it's when you ask to move out of it, all is still there and you just engage in a slightly different way. You allow the energy to flow again versus you get into the halt and there's no energy in there and now you have to create energy to get out of it again, okay? So I want you to think about that and that is really and truly, I think, uh, uh, an important way that you could use this particular exercise in order to further things um, for you and your horse. And then the fourth filter that I want to talk about today is a well-ridden halt. Yet you, oh you... The onus is on you. Okay, so a well-ridden halt basically means that I feel that for so many riders, we get so caught up. So maybe you say, I'm going to work on a square halt today. And meanwhile, you're like an S-hook up there in the saddle. You're all like twisted and I don't know, you've contorted yourself into all these wonderful ways and, and, and I don't know, shapes that we can do as riders. Um, I want you to also, a filter you could use, and I don't suggest doing all this together, by the way. This is why I'm saying there are four different ways that you could use this one simple exercise. There's so many more, but these are just four filters, for example, that I'm, I'm telling you about. So you could use these. I would practice each of these on a different day and then couple it with something else as well. So as you're not just writing this exercise, there's also a second thing. Okay. But what I'm, what I want you to do is to think about how, when trying to maybe ride any of the above that we've mentioned. So we said an engaged halt or a square halt, okay. Or a straight halt we can often forget about our own part in it. And we get very, I think it's because we try and almost make the horse do it, or we're trying to do it for the horse. And again, I bring it back to your job is not to do it for him. Your job is to set him up so he can do it to the best of his abilities, okay? So that that's your job. And, and I want you to think about how, if that were true, the best thing you could do for both of you would be to set yourself up first. And that's the fourth way that I suggest that you could use this exercise. It's to get alignment, your posture, your energy. Are you falling out or falling in? And yes, that is a thing for riders as well. And if you if you don't believe me, have someone video you from behind and watch your hips fall out or fall in. Ooh, look, she fell out through the shoulder there. Did you see that? Look at that inside hip. Huh? Huh? Okay, so seriously, it it is important to also understand that you have to be in alignment as well. There's no point in expecting all this magical, wonderful stuff from your horse. And uh, meanwhile, you're up there, as I said, like the S-hook. So that is the fourth way that you can use this. Now, as you can see, that was one simple exercise. There's a lot of other ways you can write this exercise and a lot of other filters that you can use for this exercise as well, okay? What I want to do is I want you to begin thinking about what you already know and how you can apply that in your riding so as you can really and truly begin working towards something for you and your horse. And again, I'd love to help you. So I mentioned already this pole exercise, you know, the if you want the dotted lines on the road, okay? Um, I've mentioned this and I have another few ways that you can use the same exercise and ride it with your horse and um, you can get all of those over at strikesforsuccess.com forward slash 118. Zero. So 1,180. Gosh, we've done a lot of podcasts. Eh? So 
what you can do is you can jump over there you can grab those and yeah use them eh really and truly there is no excuse for any rider in this day and age to say that they don't know what to do in the arena with their horse okay i think the problem is we go too complicated we overcomplicate everything there's no need and i want to show you how with one simple exercise you could get over a month's worth of riding for you and your horse so you can grab it over there okay guys have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye